Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite Lorecast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. Spectres, welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with... And seven, the legend, my buddy Sam. And Sam, dude, we've got a bunch of faces. We got a bunch of people with us this week. Are you ready? Are you ready for another I Patreon am. episode? I, I, I think they they all have accompanying names as well. They do. Uh, they do. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna and bodies, corporeal forms with them. I'm pretty sure, at least for like you know most of us. At least for most of us. I mean, maybe they're ghosts that show up on video, but we don't really know. Or aliens of some sort. That would be appropriate. Uh, but in today's episode, we are going to be debating. This is the great debate. Biotic tech or weapon. Which one wins out? And we have some of our patrons who are on all sides of this argument. And we're going to give everybody their fair share opportunity to state their case. And then we're going to come back. And we're going to try to poke holes in all the arguments and then we're going to come back at the at the end and we're going to see if anything actually changes anybody's minds. So if you are in chat right now, welcome to the stream. You're welcome to share your thoughts on this as we go. And if you are at home listening or in your car or at work or wherever and you want to chime in on this in the future, feel free to jump in on the discord or on on Twitter and share your thoughts on this. But here I'm going to just go through everybody's names like we've been doing, shout everybody out. And then all at the same time, you guys get to say hello, because in due process, you'll also get mentioned and people will know who your names are. So we'll just kind of speed up the conversation and get to the good stuff. All right. So we've got Wesbatron, uh, Captain Shanko, Genesis, Kolkashins, Scott, Turbo Toboggan, and Psych. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Bonjour. Hello. <laughs> then we've got hello. a bonjour and a hello. Hi. Hey. <laughs> wow. This is a multinational uh, podcast. <laughs> This is amazing. Okay, so where are we going to start? 
I think we decided during the pre-show to start with biotics. Raise your hand if you are a team biotic. If you are probiotic, if you've been taking your your medicine, we've got we've got Kulkashins and N7. Does N7 get to debate in this? Sam, do you get to partake? No, I'm I'm a moderator. I'll I'll save my comments for the end. Okay, so just Kulkashins, and I, I can't see Psych, so I'm not sure. Uh, if Kolka uh, is all I'm by himself on this, on this one. Oh, you are? Okay, so Psych and Kolkashins, probiotic. Okay, so both of you guys, this is your opportunity. You've got five minutes. State your case. Tell us why biotics are the best. Uh, all right. Uh, so, to me, uh, what's better than having control over one of the most powerful forces in the universe? Love. <laughs> Is that where you're going? <laughs> no. Ah, oh, crap. Gravity. <laughs> oh, yeah, gravity. Most, yeah. Um, so you can create black holes. You can make people weightless. You can make them, you can make their gravitational pull stronger, pulling them, you know, down. Um, so, you know, being able to have, you know, powers like that, I mean, what would be, what is more awesome? right true love and sorry i'm sorry i'll stop interrupting you keep going i was going to just turn it over to kolka i'm sure as a lawyer he's much more uh proficient with the auditorium speaking and and the debate skills (laughs) Uh uh-oh kolka all right what do you want to add on to this i mean another pretty good thing about biotics is that it's a it's a weapon that you never have to worry about ammo for um but i also i always just imagine the uh the, the i am a biotic god volus whereas like you can actually i feel like become that in the games where you can take out you know waves of en- enemies with barely with just your biotic abilities um and and i think you know psych hit on a lot of the uh the different abilities that you get with that and it's a good variation um you can achieve lots of different things and in my thinking as well it, biotics would be something that would also be very convenient and usable in daily life too there you go okay all right well, that's very concise i liked i and especially like how both of you stuck to all of the positives without taking jabs at the other sides in order to do comparisons yet so thank you for following the the rules that we set up before getting into the podcast all right so that's the case for biotics let's move on to tech who is team tech raise your hand all right we got wesbo captain shanko we got a bunch scott and turbo all right this is team tech who wants to start this off who, who do you want to be your... Okay, we got Wes, Wesbotron here raising... I saw your hand first. Go ahead and start us off, and then the rest can chime, chime in as we go. Uh, I believe tech is superior, because tech is like a uh, a pocket knife. You need you need some shields gone, you got overload. You need... Or you got uh, incinerate. You need some... Oh, I was right. Shields, overload, armor, incinerate, geth, just take them over, whatever master race <laughs> so it's like a swish army swish army knife is what you're swish saying army knife. thank you all right who wants to add more to this one is that the the full extent of your argument pretty much I feel like that's what you want to say. okay cool turbo um in tech all if you're tech all you really do is i can set up mechs and stuff for you 
you, you don't really need a lot of training well, for it. You just set up your friend and give him a, a mech. All they do is push a button. The mech starts and goes fights for him. Yeah, here, Grandma. This mech will protect you. Here you go, right? Yeah, like like you don't you don't you can help a lot of people. Biotics, uh, you have to be there to help a mech. Okay, well, uh, hold on, I hold on. Just, let's not let's not let's not compare oh, yet. Sorry, yep. Yeah, just uh, keep I it keep it to the positives. I didn't I didn't mean to put them down. I was just trying to say like <laughs> you don't have to be there for tech. I'm sorry. I should have said. Got it. No, no, no problem. I apologize. No, no, not a problem. Okay, I got that. All right, uh, Shanko or Scott, go for it, Shanko. All right. So my favorite class to play in the series is Sentinel. So I kind of get a taste of both biotic and tech, but I do prefer the tech abilities simply because they make the game a lot more playable without, you know, decryption early on. You're not unlocking a whole lot of weapons in order to have great weapon gameplay. And, um, you know, having first aid and a couple of the other abilities that you get with the tech class. And then with the added bonus of getting tech armor in two and three, it just kind of sets it over the edge for me because all of the features you get within the tech classes are just super useful for progression through the levels. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like a gameplay perspective on that one. Okay. Scott, do you want to add anything else onto this? Yeah, I think the reason that I like tech the most is in one and three, you face so many Geth that um, being able to do AI hacking, especially against, you know, Geth crimes and stuff um, is super helpful. Um, and then one of my favorite parts of Mass Effect is the Citadel DLC. And I feel like um, Tactical Cloak is an essential component to surviving that. Um, and so for me, that's why I love tech the most, because I feel like the powers come in the most handy in the toughest situations. Very useful. Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. So that's the case for tech. Thank you to each of you. Very well said. Now we're moving on to weapons. Weapons? Genesis, I think you might be alone on this one. That's all right. I'm a heavy arms girl, so I can carry the weight. <laughs> nice. All right. You got five minutes. State your case. Uh, assault rifles, shotguns, pistols, revolvers, heavy weaponry. I mean, the cane alone can do so much damage. Come on. Come on. I think that, you know, the weaponry definitely is the best route to go due to its reliability. Uh, and just being there consistently throughout all three games, all four games. Uh, yeah, I, I just, the reliability of just having a weapon on you at all times and knowing it in and out, upgradability. Uh, yeah. I got you. I got you. I don't okay. have anybody else to play off of. Yeah, no, you don't have anybody to play off I, I, it, makes, it makes sense though. Like it would be weird to play the games without weapons. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure there are YouTubers out there that are like, can you beat the game only using tech abilities? Right. But because that's weird. And so that's why people click those to watch them. You know, like, how often do you not shoot your gun while also using the abilities? So that makes sense to me. OK. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's let's mix this up a little bit. We're going to go back to biotics. Anybody who was anti biotic because man, that sounds funny because you are pro something else. Now's your case to to poke some holes in biotics. Why why are biotics not the best? Go ahead, Captain Shenko. Biotics are like seasoning. 
you need to add it to the full recipe to have a fulfilling meal, but you don't need it to survive. <laughs> you wouldn't just eat garlic. That's weird. <laughs> exactly. So you put the garlic on the chicken and then you cook it. But you could still eat the chicken without the garlic. I get where you're going here. Yeah. 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 So for me, at least if I'm playing through the series, I, I like I said, my favorite class to play is the Sentinel. So I like to have both my tech abilities and my biotic abilities, but could I survive through with just my tech abilities? Yes. Okay. I think so anyway. Okay. The other hand I saw up first was Turbo. Turbo, did you want to poke a hole? Bi Biotics is out of the three, one of the only ones you cannot get that you either have it or you don't. Tech, you can, I could probably find someone that knows nothing about tech and it may take forever, but eventually I can teach them at least to get basics like push the big red button, fires the missile. <laughs> Biotics, from what I understand, I may be completely wrong, but you either have it or you don't have it. Like, and you have to have it when you're young or in that one case you guys talked about, you can get older. I don't stuff. But for tech and weapons, enough training, you can at least become decent. Biotics, it's either zero to 60. Mm -hmm. But is mm -hmm. that a reason for or against? I can, yeah, I can, uh, I could see arguments in both cases. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I hear your point. Well said. Um, I know I said uh, Wesbo and Genesis. I think Genesis raised her hand before Wesbo did. No, Wesbo did first. All right, Wesbo, go for it. All right. So biotics use Mass Effect, but do they consider the side effects? That being migraines. I would not be able to use my abilities and then knowing, willingly knowing that I'll get a migraine after because that'll just incapacitate me for the next day. I don't well, think, I think it's that, worth it. I think that primarily happens with the older implants, uh, the L2s, because the L3s are a lot more stable. Uh, and I know that Jack, I think, gets the L5X implant, which is nuts. Uh, but I don't think I recall Jack ever complaining about headaches. That's because Jack wouldn't complain. Fair point. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. But it, 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 it does. There's still does carry a point, though. Like if you are somebody with one of the earlier implants and you can't afford one of the upgrades or whatever, then this would be something that you would have to consider. So fair point. Yeah. If you're going to be a biotic, don't don't be a wish dot com biotic. <laughs> <laughs> this is the L point seven. I've got a biotic at home. <laughs> I'm a biotic god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen, you, you wanted to poke some holes, too. Yeah. In order for me to shoot a shotgun, I don't need to consume extra calories. Um, <laughs> the fact that you have to increase your diet and you then have to pay attention to what you're eating and be all super fit. And it, yeah, no, I can shoot a shotgun at 300 pounds, but I probably can't do a whole lot of biotics. Fair point. Fair point. All right. All right. The probiotic team. Do you want to respond to any of these critiques? Now is your chance. Yes. Okay. So to weapons, I say um, you need ammo to shoot a shotgun. Um, and for the other, like, against the text, it's um, while it wasn't implemented in any of the games, I, I remember right, 
the movie Paragon Lost implemented uh, power cells that you had to use in order to use tech as well. So, and while tech is uh, quote, quote, user friendly, um, also, you know, being able to light your own face on fire, I, w- I would say is not much of an ability. <laughs> okay. All right. Coca, do you want to add anything to that? Uh- I will save a lot of what I have um, for the uh, the anti-tech and weapons, but I will just say this, that I feel like maybe after like the second half of ME3 or even, you know, if you're importing your save file from ME3, I can do almost all of that game without ever having to, to fire a weapon if I don't want to, just from all the skill points built up in that. Um, but other than that, the fact that you need to ex, uh, consume extra calories and be in super great shape is just another reason why to uh, to like biotics. And it's a great motivator. Ah, so you see that as a positive. Okay, okay. Sam, do you have any thoughts on this this argument as stated so far about biotic stuff? Yeah, I mean, honestly, my comments are more about what hasn't been stated, which is we were kind of getting into that realm when when we were addressing that you're either biotic or you're not which is kind of like you're either a superhero or you're not yeah <laughs> and yeah. they are kind of like superpowers it's blue space magic in the protheans case green space magic but but pretty awesome nonetheless yeah yeah it's kind of the equivalent of being a jedi or an x-men or something like that right you have that ability that nobody else has it sets you apart and in, in defense of biotics before we move on, it is also ridiculously overpowered in the cutscenes and in the narrative sections of the lore. So that includes the novels, the comics, and whatnot. There's nothing that beats biotics in the narratives and whatnot. Solid points. Solid points. All right. Well, tell you what. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to do our mid-break. So you guys be thinking about the holes you're going to poke into the tech and the weapon arguments. And when we get back, we're going to deal with those and some responses to those as well. So don't go anywhere. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel Comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen pretty much every Marvel movie they've made so far. So if you're into Marvel like I am, go check out Marvel Strike Force. This is a mobile squad RPG. You can collect and unlock all the different heroes. You fight against supervillains. There's a campaign. There's a blitz mode. There's an arena. There's a constantly evolving meta. And right now they're celebrating the Deadpool anniversary event. This is a mission from Strike where you log in the first time and you unlock this generous gift containing character shards, a anniversary diamond orb gear a bunch of other items it is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code maxpool m-a-x-p-o-o-l maxpool don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to marvel strike force for sponsoring this episode at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this station is mine. I like the sound of that. All right. Hope you guys are having a fun time with this conversation. If you have some thoughts on this, make sure to share them on the Discord. We'd love to hear your your arguments and maybe some of the things that we've missed. We have some new patrons this week to welcome on board. We have Rocks and Socks, Christina R. and Killian O. Welcome to the Patreon. So glad you guys decided to sign up. So excited that you get to enjoy some of the stuff that we get to give you for being patrons. If you are interested in joining us for one of these chats or any of the other stuff you can get on Patreon or just helping us out, making sure that we can keep doing the show, head over to patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast to check out all the different tiers and all the stuff you get there. We also have to shout out our army of shepherds. We have so many shepherd tier patrons. Thank you so much to all of you. Kolkashins, Captain Shanko, Kirasi, Lieutenant Tusina, Shep Valkyrian, and William, thank you so much, and to all 66 of our current patrons. You guys are amazing. We also have two new reviews that came in, kind of snuck in here in the last week. Actually, three new reviews. Three new reviews. Uh, This one's quick and uh, to the point. Old Man Krogan. Old Man Krogan. That's a good one. Uh, From the United States on Apple Podcasts. That's where all these come from. Writes more, period. Five stars. Robots, period. N7, period. Good show, period. Keep doing it, period. He didn't write out period. I'm just making it very clear that they're like he he writes like a Krogan too, which <laughs> it's so good. I I appreciated the 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 staying in character for that. Yeah, <laughs> old man Krogan. Maybe it really is a Krogan. Uh, thank you for that one. Then we have one from uh, D Gwyn. I think I was going to say G D G Win, but it's I think it's D Gwyn in Great Britain who writes a podcast for this cycle. Five stars. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Found this podcast about a month ago and been trying to catch up ever since. Now, uh, now split my time between old ones, just finishing the race focused ones and brand new ones. And Seven is so knowledgeable, and he puts me to shame and teaches me so much. Yet it never feels like he is a dull Elcor reading from a book, like he emphatically claims to be, and keeps it interesting. The robots is funnier than he thinks he is uh no and how funny do you think you are i think i'm super funny (laughs) and i love his insights into the real world parallels of the lore something i at first despised yet now greedily look forward to well that's interesting uh, because a lot of people early on were like i don't like that part of the show but like to come around to see that from a different perspective is interesting well done. 10 out of 10 from the UK. Sorry for the long review. No problem. You can pat us on the back all you want. We really do appreciate it. And then we have uh, JD Kit 
in Great Britain who writes, amazing five stars. I've just started listening today and I'm absolutely hooked. I'm a Mass Effect fan owning a copy of each game on PC, Xbox 360 and PC, as well as the LE on PS4 and Xbox One. Whoa. You know what this got me thinking when I read this one, Sam? How many copies of this game do you own? Because I know you play this game a lot more than I do. And I have the original versions that I played on Xbox. Then I have the copies I bought for PC later on when I wanted to play on PC. Then I have the Legendary Edition on PC again. And I also have Legendary Edition on Xbox now. So I have uh, the original Xbox 360 Platinum of Mass Effect 1. Uh uh, And I have Mass Effect two and three somewhere for 360 uh and then i have it on xbox one as well for legendary edition uh-huh. and pc for legendary yeah, edition. so four times so. four times both of us yeah. bought, bought this game four times all three games four times and that doesn't even include uh andromeda which i also own um i didn't even think about that i just thought about for the original trilogy uh play through many times as well as uh my uh, my own many the merch I, I guess that's a typo and even tattoos. Oh, oh I, I also own much of the merch and even tattoos. It's been amazing to learn more about the lore and hear others of opinions. Uh, I've been listening to it at work all day. Can't wait to catch up. Thank you so much for that. And for everybody who takes the time to leave ratings and reviews, we really do appreciate it. Five star reviews on Apple Podcasts will be get read out in the future episodes and you can also leave ratings on Spotify. Who knows? Maybe they'll do reviews one of these days. But it, all of that is super, super, super helpful in letting people know that the show is worth checking out. So thank you to everyone. All right. That's going to do it for the mid-break. I think that's all we got. Sam, anything else you want to say before we move back? Um, n- nothing that I haven't already said. Of course, I'm immensely thankful to all the patrons, both the ones who could make it and the ones who couldn't. Um, but more than, you know... Uh, more even more than the financial support uh, the time is just like your time is so invaluable to me and th- and that's what i appreciate like for example this person jd kid who who wrote on the review that they've been listening at work uh that like tickles me every time i hear that because tom the first time I started listening to one of your shows was the Elder Scrolls Lorecast and I was listening to it at work. Right. So, yeah. yeah. That's uh, how I got into full, podcasts. Full circle. That's what I that's how I started listening to podcasts too. Was while I was at work or I was riding in my car to and from work. And I think that's that's like universal. Like everyone would rather be thinking about these games that they love instead of the thing they have to be doing every day that they get paid for sometimes, right? So exactly. So very true. So thank you all, everyone. And thank you to everyone who helped us put a uh, help put us over the 1000 sub mark on YouTube. Yes, Uh, we just made that recently. So thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everybody. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. Spit it out. Or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. Everybody in chat is sharing how many times they've bought the games now. That's not something we've talked about much. It's something you talk about when it comes to like Skyrim, right? Because it's like Bethesda keeps re-releasing Skyrim. But now they've got Legendary Edition and you think about like the time that's gone by and the consoles changing or maybe, uh, you know, I got a PC for the first time. Now I want to play it with PC for mods or like, man, all the different times we buy this game. It's amazing. So, all right, let's poke some holes in the tech argument. Who would like to take their shot at at tech? 
Genesis. Three little letters. E M P. No more tech. Boom. Gone. That's it. Is that it? Is that all that needs to be said about that one? Is it done? Anybody else want to add on to that? Um, my uh, my weapons can still take out your tech shields. Uh, so there's that one too. Uh, grenades blow up anything. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Grenades. What are you going to do about that tech, huh? You don't get to respond yet. Any of the biotics want to want to take a shot at tech? I also feel like it's... I mean, it's possible to kill somebody with just tech abilities, but I feel like it's a lot more just limited options and it is, you know, strips away defenses, but then, you know, it's not super easy to go in for the kill as, as easy as it is with, with weapons or with biotics. It is the least aggressive of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Psych, do you have anything you want to, you want to share about this one? Um, against tech. Um, no, I think I, I, I hit it when I defended biotics. It's, uh, like we, we have, we have sort of copies, right? Uh, you have tech armor, we have barrier, you have, um, incinerate, we have warp. I mean, if I need shields out, I just call someone with tech abilities. <laughs> Well, that, that's an, an honest question. In the tech realm, is there anything that addresses barriers? I, uh, I don't no. think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Overload will affect a barrier, but not to the same extent that it affects a shield. Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid point. Solid point. Turbo, did you raise your hand? Did you want to say something? Nope. Nope, he's good. All right, so that those are all the holes we're poking in tech. All right, Team Tech, you've got the most people. You have your opportunity here to uh, to respond. I've got a question. Do EMPs knock out being able to set somebody on fire? <laughs> okay. How does that work, by the way? <laughs> it's kind like, of magic-y I, when you I think about it. I look at you and you overheat. Explain. Uh, well, because they got the incinerate ability, right? So would an EMP knock out your ability to cast or use the incinerate ability? Or does it just get rid of the robots we've already hacked? The fact that you said, okay, you slipped up and said cast makes it like it re- that is the ability that borders on space magic as well, right? Like it's not like you're sending a little drone over and then like pff, like hacking them or something, right? Maybe there's like nanobots in the air. Like what what is actually happening? I don't know. My incendiary ammo is what does it for me. So <laughs> that gets over there real fast because it goes like a bullet. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know how that actually works in the lore. Any other techies want to want to respond on this one? Turbo? Um, and, and if you're skilled enough tech, can't you uh, protect someone from an EMP in real life? Isn't there ways to impe- protect from EMPs? And if not, best effects so far in the future, wouldn't they think about that? Otherwise, if you throw off an EMP, you're going to turn off your spaceship. So if spaceships have any EMP protection, couldn't you, like, make it small enough? Or you, like, like, a Mass Effect shield wouldn't it protect you from EMPs? 
I don't know. This is a good question because uh, you're right. Like, you couldn't you just hit a bunch of ships with a bunch of EMPs and then just turn them off? Like, this, this is like the boundaries of the lore, I think, as far as I know. Well, I don't, I don't think so. Um, because if you have a mass effect field, then you could drastically reduce the speed at which a projectile is coming toward your ship, too. So, I mean, you might not be able to directly counter an electromagnetic pulse, but. <laughs> You can delay it to the point that it's irrelevant. That's true. That's um, true. On the other hand, uh, about EMPs and 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 tech abilities and and whatnot, exactly how you're casting incinerate, I believe it's done with the Omni tool. Uh, I'm a little rusty on exactly the details, but we will be getting to tech. Yeah, you know, afterward we've done the bodies. Yes, yeah. the question is on the weapons episode. So breaching the distance we'll be between there. the Omni tool and the purse and the target, right? Like, what is actually happening there? We do know that the Omni tools have fabricators on them. Uh, so, and this this applies to even non-tech uh, savvy soldiers who can fabricate supplies that they need in the in the field. Mm -hmm. So, if it can fabricate something, I don't see why a specific version of it could not propel what it just fabricated as well. Right. So, is there some sort of propulsion? Is it something that's small enough that we don't see it? You know, like what's actually happening there? It's a good question. Shanko, I know you wanted to chime in. Uh, as far as the EMP argument goes, are the weapon systems in the Mass Effect universe not somehow uh, um, electronically controlled? Because I know with any of the weapons modding that happens during active gameplay, you're using your Omni tool to do those ammo adjustments or anything like that. So if you did use an EMP, you would have to mod your ammo before firing off that EMP because it doesn't necessarily discriminate against your technology as well. Um, and as far as poking holes in the other types of combat, the biotics tend to be slowed down way too much by weight, even compared to the tech abilities, at least in my builds. Um, if I have too much weight on my weapon systems, my biotics cooldown time just goes, you know, it's, it's not as good. Um, whereas with tech armor, I can usually put on the tech armor and by the time it's destroyed, the cooldown is already back up ready to use again while I've been fighting through. Wesbo? Uh, I want to jump in on that uh, damage. We don't need to deal the damage. We just need to get rid of the shields and the armor so my teammates can deal the damage for me. Without oh. the tech person, how are we supposed to deal the damage to begin with? So you're saying that the tech person is a required member of the team. It is, and that the team, really, it's, it's assumed that you're always going to have a team. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I guess the counter argument to that would be like, well, if what if you're a lone wolf? Then tech's not going to help you out too much because it would be better to go one of the other ones. Uh, I then go back to the argument of fire hurts everything, <laughs> okay. except for robots. Then you have electricity that hurts it, or you just take it over, and right. then you have your own team. Right. <laughs> okay, Scott. Well, I think this is where it becomes interesting with the mixed classes, but I also think this is where I would love to know if they would work this into the lore better, depending on the background you pick for your shepherd. 
So I'm thinking about like, if you're a full tech shepherd and you're the one that like stops the pirate raid, um, like if they would work that in better, but like you burned everyone to death, dude, like, you know, or something compared to just being like, you held the line. Like, what does that even mean? Um, yeah. So, but I think the tech abilities, you know, I, I think any other ability, you know, it's because everything is so technologically driven. Um, it becomes difficult to target anything with like say an EMP or just anything of that nature because Omni tools and implants and everything, you know, those are all so vulnerable to everything and even guns, um, which you guys talked about in the guns episode um, with the little computers in there for the mass slivers of metal and stuff. So, um, you know, I think the tech abilities give you the wider range of versatility to take advantage of the elements you find yourself in um, because you can regenerate those. Whereas, at a certain point in the theory, especially if you look at ME2 and ME3 with thermal clips, um, if you run out of a thermal clip, you know, at some point, then you're just turning into Zaid, just using the butt of the rifle to try to make it through. And so um, being able to just use your Omni tool to take what's around you and use that to your advantage, I think really helps you out. All right. Well stated. Okay. Anything, anything else pro or anti-tech? In order to wrap up a this. quick question go for it is there is there a good um crowd control ability in tech or am i thinking of you know is the flamethrower is it real flamethrower or is it like incinerate where it just hits one target because i'm thinking of you know you have um you know a swarm of enemies coming at you and between cryo and and the incinerate you take out two of them but then i feel like after that you kind of you might have to then resort to your guns is there is there any good crowd control? Uh, this, this might be. I'm sorry. If you want to go, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna. Say, we have. Uh, I can't. It's cryo. It's one of the ice ice abilities. Uh, if it's spec, you can hit multiple people with and it has a radius. So uh, it's something. <laughs> it's something. Shanker? I was just. I was just gonna say tech armor. <laughs> we got. We got crowd control. They get frozen. <laughs> just run into the crowd and let your tech armor detonate and see what happens. <laughs> there's also the um, there's also the defense drone, uh, which if it can you know properly aggro enemies can act as crowd control. Or if you if you lured enemies into a narrow hallway <laughs> and then just pop the defense drone, they can't get past. So or tech armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's Shanko's go-to play style. Let's <laughs> just pop them all with tech armor. All right. Oh, I feel like I feel like we've done tech. Now let's move on to weapons. Who wants to poke some holes in the weapons argument? Genesis, you got to defend this by yourself. I hope you're ready. All right. Who wants to poke some holes? This is basically everyone else who wants to chime in here. Who wants to get us started? Wesbo? Uh, for heavy weapons and grenades, you got, what, three shots of each? And then you have to wait half a game to find a crate to reload your heavy weapon or your grenade. I've, I've thrown off several incinerates by the time you find your next crate. That's not very efficient. Well said. <laughs> okay. Who else wants to poke some holes? Um, uh, there you um, go. I, I said it earlier. Um, but you know we've we've mentioned thermal clips and ammo um before the switch to thermal clips i would have said weapons had an advantage but as soon as they went back to no you have to pop something in the gun in order for it to shoot 
that limp that it took away that advantage i'd say instead of figuring out a way to uh, make the heat sink in the weapon more efficient so that your cooldown period is you know faster they just made it well you just pop it and switch it but that also creates supply lines mm -hmm. yeah there's obviously materials that you have to use for weapons right turbo um i'm gonna throw the emp right back uh back at weapons because if i throw an emp at you while your weapons fold up in that nice little camera you're not gonna get it open it'll be stuck small all you guys a chunk of metal that you can throw at me uh, dude un unravel weapon safe from i don't know what that's called yeah, but only, like yeah the only thing yeah. safe from emps not really because biotics you need the amp for it yeah so emp is actually the the goat for everything unless that's just a mechanical switch like it's a, like a yeah. like it's something that's just like i don't know you hit a button and there's pressure built up with like uh, yeah. springs or something and it just kind of goes and undoes or right? it's like it, or it's spring loaded and it just releases so right push a button and it right. pops out but if it's like electronic and it's like you hit it and then the gears move and then thing opens up which might be the way it is i don't know but yeah that's that's an interesting point you're just like come on gun Work gun, do be a gun now. Yeah, you're too compact. I can't shoot you like this. That's funny. I like that. Who else wants to chime in? Any anti, any other anti weapon stuff from anybody else? That's it. Nobody else has any. All right, Jen. I think I think they're done attacking your idea here. All right, time for rebuttal. I took notes. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, Yellow legal my, pad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a sticky note, but it's extended size, so that way it is a little bit more, and it's all in Lincoln-Douglas debate style uh, with the flowchart. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so the whole uh, I need ammo. Technically, no. If we go with Mass Effect 1 weaponry, then I just need to wait to cool down, and I can switch out to another weapon while waiting for the other weapon to cool down. So your ammo, boom gone uh also mass effect one grenades you find them all over the place and you can always pick new ones up at your ship when you go and restock for the day so no that argument's out too <laughs> also in mass effect 3 they made all ammo universal meaning that i don't need to pick up different kinds of shells like sh uh, sniper ammo versus shotgun ammo every every type of clip fits into everything now if you're saying that the emp is going to take out my weaponry and i'm going to be defenseless i'm sorry did you play andromeda i have the asari huntress sword just chop your head off there you go is that it are you dropping your mic on that one yeah all right mic dropped. that was the asari huntress sword is that's mic the mic drop, drop. all right knife drop. sword there you go any other responses to that? Any other discussion? What if you're, what if you have a bad aim? <laughs> what if you're just bad at guns? <laughs> what if you just don't shoot good? If you just don't shoot good, we have target practice. We have ranges. We've got at least two that I can think of that to go to. Um, <laughs> if not, there are uh, the attachments that you can put on your gun. Uh, that make it almost impossible to miss accuracy so, aimers. Yeah, get good. Yeah, assuming, assuming that you know, like all of the weapons have uh, computer chips in them, and some players play with warp ammo, 
would that weapon not be encompassing all three of these mm-hmm. <laughs> biotics tech and weapon but is that a is that a detriment or is that a bone like benefit is that like could you say that means it's more badass than the others because it incorporates everything in a way that none of the others can it would still have vulnerabilities certainly sure uh, but yes Sure. Like I can see how that would be like a pro argument would be like, well, weapons can encompass everything because you can put everything into one weapon. Whereas you could also say, well, it breaks the rules. It's no longer just a weapon. It's using the other things. So therefore it doesn't stand on its own. Like you can make the argument both ways. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I'd say that weapons can be enhanced by biotics or by tech, but are still worth it alone. Um, where I don't know if you can do, I mean, can you play the game going straight, uh, aren't like a straight soldier and never use a single skill? Probably. Can you go straight tech and easily win the game without firing a gun? I don't know. Or no, can you because do it? you need to fire at marauder shields <laughs> oh okay i also You're feel right. like there, it would be like, oh there we go you cannot win the game without a gun thank you sam i also feel like it would be a lot slower i feel i feel like in the and i wonder if there's speedrunners who do this like like as tech build as possible only using tech skills until you absolutely can't you have to do something else get through the game how fast can you do it right or like biotic only as much as you can get through the game or weapons only what i wonder which would be fastest i think the weapons but i don't know i don't know chance laughing i am laughing but that's because of what rob the princess said in chat uh uh-huh. straight soldier not all my soldiers are gay well, and so uh, i just cr- that's, that's up you're to right you. that's up to you, i haven't played a straight soldier either <laughs> well there you go um yeah but that would be interesting i wonder i wonder which actually has the fastest playthrough if you try to stick to it as strictly as you possibly can my guess is tech is the slowest and then the other two pr- compete what do you guys think yeah I'm getting some nods. I feel like the only thing the biotics would have problems with is shields and then like some final bosses. Like I feel like it'd be really hard to take down the human reaper with just biotics. Yeah. 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 There are certain fights that, that become more difficult, but a lot of things you can make them float in the air. You can toss them around. You like, you know, blow them up. Um, I mean, it's, it's a kind of a limitation on the gameplay itself. Um, if, you, if you look at it from a universe perspective, um, I mean, uh, we don't have a shield. We don't have an answer to the shield problem. It's just there. They are there. Yeah, they are there. They are there. All right, guys. Well, let's see. Did anybody swap sides? Did anybody get convinced of another side? I don't think anyone did. Nobody's nobody's raising their hand. All right. Here's another so question. I, I got one more question, Sam. Do all of you typically go the build that you're arguing today? No. No. <laughs> I love it. I love no. it. Uh, most of you guys are like, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Nope. Do you go like, comp- like do you go like, like split? Do you end up with characters that are like half biotic, half tech, or half like Yes, I'm getting a lot of split builds. A little, a lot of nods here. Okay, interesting. Sam, go ahead. 
I was, I just was very curious about that. So, so now that we've like, you know, covered all the bases here, bionics, tech and, and weaponry, I just have a few questions. They're pretty quick, but mm-hmm. number one, if you were to put a color with biotics, what would it be? Blue. Blue. Blue is purple. Orange. Blue. Orange. Yeah. Wait, wait. Why did I say orange? No, I'm not making fun of you, but I am curious about why you say orange. I have no clue why orange came out of my mouth. I was not thinking orange. <laughs> okay. Well, right. I heard blue a lot. And, you know, that is the color of the bionic, so that makes sense. If you were to put a color with tech, what would it be? I got orange, green. Yellow. Yellow. Yeah, I see the Omni tool. That's what I see. Like that glow okay. of the Omni tool. All right. I was I was thinking, you know, somewhat similar also with green. And if you were to put a color with weaponry, what would it be? Red. 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 So we have blue, oh. green, and red. <laughs> <laughs> and we <No>. are back. <laughs> And that's all. <laughs> I rest my case. You know what we need to do is we need to do on the next survey, which one do you think is the best, biotic tech or weapons? And then which ending did you go with and see how many of those match up with the colors? Yeah, yeah exactly. We didn't know it, but we were all just debating the endings this entire time. <laughs> right. Every argument is just the ending argument. That's just the way Mass Effect is. It's all just I mean, a circle. It just all comes back just around. Just shoot the star child. Just shoot the star child. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's just a big circle. Man, this has been fun, guys. Uh, anybody have any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Anything that didn't get said that you were just like, oh, I just want to throw this on the pile? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, wait, Wesbo. Wesbo's got something. I, I think I choose to play tech very often because, uh, honestly, most of the tech companions are not good where the biotic and the soldiers are all really strong. So they just lack, like I find a lot of the tech characters don't have abilities that match with each other. They're very spread out where if you build the tech, you can build yourself the properly prioritize the abilities, which you need in every instance that you need it for. You fill the hole. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the turbo had something else to add in turbo. I, um, if you, if- is Sam um, from uh, Andromeda considered tech? Because if so, if you have Sam as tech, you have everything. You can cheat and use weapons and biotics. I I don't know. I don't know what the character. I think Sam was. Sam is probably more in the realm of plot device. <laughs> <laughs> He's the real space magician. <laughs> the space magician. I like it, Scott. I just think overall this is one of the things I love about the game so much is that you can play it three times or six times and you can pick one specific or one class that is a hybrid and it gives you the story might remain very similar but the gameplay can be so different that it makes you want to go back through um so like right now I'm doing my first ever only adept run um, and it's really hard because I don't like biotics, um, but I'm learning a lot about them that I wish maybe I would have known when I played three years ago. Um, and so I think it's so awesome that we can argue about this with each other, but it really shows, I think, the versatility of the games by also allowing people to have something that fits our personality or our play styles more 
to make us want to invest in the game instead of being like you have to be a soldier that's the only option so right right well said i think that was well said it is kind of fun to go back and try different things yeah so all right well we got to wrap this up let's go back through and if you've got a project or something you're working on content you're making something you want to share with the universe feel free to share what you're doing and how people can check it out otherwise you can just share how people can get a hold of you or just say hey thanks for being here i don't know or whatever and and just wrap it up so whatever you want to do we're going to go back through everybody let's start with wesbatron you got anything going on wesbo uh i got nothing going on uh, i'm at the discord the robots radio discord you can just at me the wesbatron awesome awesome well thanks for joining us again then we have captain shanko captain shanko i know you got stuff I have more stuff than I want to even talk about, but I was just recording for the Wizarding World Lorecast earlier today. We went live and that'll be out Friday. Uh, so if you're into Harry Potter and the Wizarding World and the history and stories and lore of that universe, go check out the Wizarding World. Do that show with Ben of Temeria um, of Holocron Histories. And if you are a fan of the MCU, you can see me and Psych doing the MCU lore cast. And that's about Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he'll probably say a little bit more about it when it gets around to him. But I also host a third show uh, called The Fight Space. It is a martial arts podcast. It's one of the only <laughs> as female you kick led. your desk. I love, I love I that. <laughs> it's martial arts. As you, that's perfect timing. Um, it's the only, one of the only female-led martial arts podcasts on the internet, so that's been crazy cool. And we have I've got one episode out and another one coming out this Friday. So if you're into martial arts in that world, definitely go check out that show. That's so exciting. And you can listen to any of those podcasts on the same podcatcher you're listening to this show, or just yes, go sir. to robotsradio.net. There's links there as well. And that's, that's so fun. Okay. And you want to let people know how to reach out to you if they want to? Yeah, absolutely. I am Captain Shenko on the Discord. You can find me there. And then all of the shows that I am a part of have their own social medias, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All three of the shows are on all three of those platforms, and you can find me there under their names. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Jen, you've got stuff. I do have stuff. Uh, I am Genesis, one half of the Two Girls, One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. We're currently in Dragon Age 2, but at the beginning of 2023, we are kicking off with Mass Effect 3. So uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, and I'm also one half of the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where Toasty and I uh, talk about the foundations of the past, the current state of night city and where it's going in the future so awesome. all the fun stuff awesome awesome and you're all over the discord and twitter and all those places too yep there you go well thanks for joining us again kolka shins you got anything uh, going it's on been a while not really <laughs> i was just gonna say it's been a while since i joined and i'm happy to be able to join this month and then i am uh, kolka shins on the discord yeah dude i'm, I'm so glad you're able to make it that's awesome so thanks for being here and then scott just hanging out, but you can find me on Twitter, Scott1266. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks again. Turbo Toboggan, you got anything going on? Nope. I'm just on Discord. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you can talk, chat with all these wonderful people on Discord. And then Psych. We heard about one of your shows, Psych. Indeed you did. Uh, 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe Lorecast, um, where we talk all things Marvel. I bring in the comic book history and current events that were shaping either the books or the movies at the time and whatnot. Uh, and then the other one is the Mass Effect Blue Shift, a tabletop RPG podcast where we utilize the fate system and we play Citadel security agents. And I play dashing human agent, Jack Parizo. And it's a grand old time. We solve cases. Awesome. Yeah. And again, those, those can all be found on whatever podcast you're listening to this or robotsradio.net. There's links there and, or you can find them on the discord. There's channels for all the shows on the discord. There's all sorts of stuff going on. You can find everybody's stuff all over the place. Uh, thanks for joining us. Psych. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and then uh, Sam, Sam, I know you got you got some streams. You got what else you got going? Yeah, on? yeah, I'm doing some stuff. A few things. Um, thinking of laying on the couch. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got some. I've got some streams uh, going on Saturdays, of course. Sassy Shepherd. I am finished with the Citadel DLC mission part. But if you're into the uh, squad mate hangouts, this is going to be the part where I'm doing it. Uh, not this weekend, but next. And uh, after that, I'm finishing the game. I only have the Cerberus headquarters mission left to do after that no more dlc no more nothing so so here um i think by in seven day i might finish the game nice so perfect timing that would be perfect by in seven day i might finish my first femship playthrough and then i have been streaming alien isolation uh typically mondays it has been so we'll see if i can keep that up uh maybe stream it on monday for halloween mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but yeah uh at in seven the legend on twitch and twitter Awesome. Yeah, I've been streaming a lot, too. I've been playing um, a bunch of VR games. I get this, Sam. I think you're going to find this hilarious. There are mods for Skyrim where you have a body. You can physically touch other people. I adjusted the settings in that so that when you grab somebody, like regardless of their weight, they automatically ragdoll. So... You know, when you're walking through a town and like a little kid runs up to you and they're like, hey, mister, you suck. I go, whatever, kid. And I grab them and I throw them. (laughs) So you've programmed violence against children. It's amazing. (laughs) It is the best thing because you can just do it. Like you can take your companions and when they're talking, you can just be like, shut up. You can grab them by the mouth and then you drop them. You let go and their bodies just slump to the ground. It is so good. It is so much fun. I can see this uh, this power being used for evil. Yeah, yeah. You can run up against like uh, bandits and like that, like they're shooting arrows at you. You just run right up to them, and grab them by the face or whatever, and then just like stab them in the head, while holding on to them, and then drop them. On. It's so good. It's so entertaining. I'm having so much fun. Anyway, that's what we're doing on the streams over at uh, Twitch.tv/RobotsRadio, and uh, everything else, all the different shows that we do, that all of these people do, all that stuff. RobotsRadio.net. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Thank you for being here, patrons. We really do appreciate the support, and we love getting to chat with you guys every month. And those of you on stream, thanks for being here as well. That's going to do it for this week. (laughs) Rob the Princess says, we love throwing children. He comes to the streams. Um, All right, that's it for this week. We will see you next time back on Friday night. We're doing this one on a different night because we had to rearrange some stuff. But actually, Friday evening, we're doing it now at 5 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Pacific. So that's the new schedule. So come come join us next Friday. Twitch.tv slash Robust Radio. We'll see you there. Until then, stay safe. Bye, everybody. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.